Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about should you pay back your student loans or invest? So, you know, this is a hot topic. Um out there. And a lot of people read a lot of bloggers, everyone's saying, you know, I'm just trying to pay down my student loan debt as quickly as possible. Um, And like a lot of things in finance, I think there's kind of good, better and best decisions. And in a lot of cases, paying down your student loan is a good decision. Um, You know, psychologically, get rid of the debt, you know, and then you feel like you can move forward. We naturally as humans want to clear things. Um, We don't like having loose ends and debt is effectively a psychological loose end. But in many cases, paying down your student loans instead of investing is not the best decision. Um, And one of the biggest reasons why is um, if you can refinance your student loans uh, to a lower rate, say four, three, uh, maybe under 3%, um, effectively, if you invest your money in the market, especially over, let's say, a five-year period uh, or a 10-year period or a longer-term period, your ROI of that invested money is going to be significantly higher due to things like dividends, reinvestment, compounding interest. There's just so many things working for you um, in investing as opposed to uh, paying back your student loan principal. Yeah, I think the most important part about that five-year window that Grant just talked about is that over those five years, you're building the habit of investing every month, every paycheck perfect, like would be the perfect situation. Um, and this is something that I did personally. Um, so straight out of college, I basically just paid the minimum on every single Uh, student loan. And then I immediately went after the 401k match. Uh, I opened up an IRA. And then, you know, I started looking at ways I can maximize my IRA. So I was always looking for ways to maximize my investments and not, you know, maximize my student loan payments. The way I see student loans, um, just again, with the taxes and everything, it's just, you're basically inefficiently paying a tax advantaged account. Um, and it just and what I mean by inefficiently paying is that you're paying it with post-tax money, um, and you're paying down a liability that gives you tax advantages. Whereas if you put your money into a 401k, like a traditional 401k, that's all pre-tax money. So it's just you know higher ROI right off the bat. Granted, there's you know taxes on the back end, um, but I think it's just the habit of building up that investment every single paycheck. That's really where the value's at, and so it's hard to hard to measure that in a, in a, you know any particular dollar ROI, but I think it's just, I mean I think that's really what makes a large difference between someone who's you know clearly on a path towards uh, you know financial security and someone who's just you know might end up paying the student loans and then next thing you know they're in credit card debt or something like that. Yeah, and I think if we can do you know the math can get a little complicated. Um, you know I think this is now I'm inspired to do a post on this, um, but you know I think if we take a simple example of let's say you owe forty thousand dollars in student loans. Um, or, and, and every month you have the choice of do you pay down those student loans or do you take the extra money and you ultimately invest it. I think when you actually run out the scenarios, just assuming, let's say, a baseline 5% annual return uh, and reinvest uh, the dividends and even just a total stock market index fund, I think very easily um, over a 20-year period, the return on your money will likely be two to three times X on investing that $40,000 versus paying down the student loan. I know that's a really rough 
yeah. in my head calculation. Tweet at Millennial Money to prove him wrong. <laughs> yeah, please do. But, but I'm, uh, I'm going to run this right. math and I'm going to figure it out because I, I, I think there's a simple scenario there. Where yeah, I, I wrote a post a long time ago about um, basically, yeah, two, those, those two different approaches and actually a person right in the middle who invested some and also accelerated their student loan payments a little bit. And yeah, the numbers were staggering. I wish I had them in front of me now. But just the fact of, uh, again, building up the... The investment accounts pre-tax can help a lot, um, and I, you know, personally, I know creative ways to get around tax in the back end with you know Roth conversion ladders or things like that. But um, but just I think again, it comes back down to building the habit of investing and having money in the market, and the higher just higher expected returns of the market over what might be a three four percent tax advantaged student loan account. Um, I think it's just it, it blows it out of the water over, you know, again, five, 10 year windows. So sometimes it's important to push against the grain. Um, Hope this was helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.